Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Tonight, Finance Minister declares Ghana has turned the corner with the worst of the economic crisis firmly behind. We have together, as a nation, turned the corner. We have avoided the unimaginable, but what could have been so easily possible under different leadership circumstances. With a lot of effort, we have managed to avoid empty shop shelves for medicines and other essentials. The NDC minority has meanwhile rejected the conclusion from the finance minister's mid-year budget presentation. Let our minister not say this anywhere, that he has turned the corner. He has rather deepened our rules. You have turned the corner when the Bank of Ghana has reported that the city has depreciated by 30%. So quite clearly, he is not even near the corner, let alone to turn it. This is Top Story with Evans Mensa. And Top Story is always brought to you by Vodafone. Now, it was billed as a seminal mid-year budget coming on the back of the IMF program. And when the finance minister, Ken Ophriata, took to the floor of parliament today, he was determined to declare the end of the worst of the economic crisis. It is no exaggeration to say we cannot find another period in our history where so many different headwinds hit our economy at the same time with unrelenting speed and scale. Thankfully, as the mem members are beginning to show, and as many honorable members of the House have indicated to me in our engagements, we have together, as a nation, turned the corner. Turned the corner, Mr. Speaker. We have avoided the unimaginable, but what could have been so easily possible under different leadership circumstances. With a lot of effort, we have managed to avoid empty shop shelves for medicines and other essentials. We have seen no shortage of food, we have been spared the frustrating specter of long queues for fuel at our filling stations, and we have managed, in spite of all the challenges, to keep the lights on 
Indeed, as the psalmist said in Psalm 118.23, this is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. He says Ghana is now set to experience economic activity greater than anything experienced in the Fourth Republic. 2022 was the most difficult year for me as Ghana's finance minister. On July 1st, 2022, we took what was then a difficult but necessary decision to request support from the IMF to implement our post-COVID-19 program of economic growth. The country was going through a dire period of economic uncertainties and despondency. Mr. Speaker, we have turned the corner and more importantly, we are determined to continue down that path. Soon, we expect the measures taken resulting in economic activity greater than anything experienced in the history of the Fourth Republic. Our plans and programs should soon lead to a sustained increase in domestic production, including manufacturing and farming, replacing many of the products that we are used to importing. Mr. Speaker, when I presented the 2023 budget in November last year, I indicated that we will pursue major fiscal and monetary policy measures within the framework of the PCPEG. Our coordinated response to the macro fiscal challenge, which His Excellency the President charged us to develop in March 2022 before going to the IMF, that's the PCPEG. Well, one of the major challenges uh, confronting government going into the mid-year budget presentation was the huge size of Ghana's debt, including debt owed to the independent power producers. The finance minister today announced government is pursuing an aggressive restructuring of that debt. Uh, the cash waterfall mechanism and the natural gas clearing have been used to equitably distribute revenues in the sector. Under the updated ESRP, the cash waterfall mechanism is being reformed to ensure mandatory compliance to provide cash flow predictability to key players, IPPs and state energy entities within the energy sector. To address the impact of excess capacity payments on the economy, government has sustained collaborative engagement of IPPs. Currently, IPPs are being engaged to restructure their accrued outstanding balances and eliminate payment shortfalls and areas accrual in the sector. The gas sales agreement between VRA and NGAS has been renegotiated to reduce the take or pay commitment and other financial obligations to the state. Mr. Speaker, the World Bank estimates. Uh, and let's get some reaction to that. It's, it's a huge part of the debt, and government today is clear that the, uh, uh, the plan going forward is to restructure the debt that has been accrued and, of course, that uh, the IPPs have been demanding that they should be paid, that now will be restructured. Let's bring in Alec Plim Petogbo, who is the CEO of the Chamber of Independent Power Producers. Alec Plim, thanks for your time. You're on Top Story. Thank you very much, Evans. You heard a finance minister. Is that your understanding of what is happening, that the debt will be restructured? Thank you. I've heard uh, his presentation and his comment on attempt to restructure our debt. I think we have been very emphatic with our position regarding the debt uh, restructure, unless it's something different from what I have in mind. And it's a question of what you want to restructure. 
And we have always indicated that our rears are actually our cause of scavenge. And for that matter, is not under consideration for restructuring. Uh, uh, clarify that again. So you're, you're not opposed entirely to restructuring, but this is an aspect of the debt that you don't want to restructure. Which is that again? Explain. I mean, we have been very emphatic that to restructure our debt is not acceptable. And I'm saying that unless it's something different that I do not know of, but it's a question of what do you want to restructure? And we have indicated that the arrears in question presented to us is actually our cost of service for that matter cannot be restructured. Let me read to you what the finance minister said. I just pulled out his exact words. He says, currently, IPPs are being engaged to restructure the accrued outstanding balances and eliminate payment shortfalls and arrears accrual in the sector. Okay, what I can speak to is that we they have proposed a renegotiation, not engaged for restructure. And uh, the word is renegotiation, and I have indicated that for that we are comfortable with that uh, word. But to talk of a restructure, no, we are open to a payment plan regarding our areas. In other words, just to clarify, you want to re renegotiate, and that's what you're into, that's what you understand is happening, where your government can say, we want to pay you, we'll pay you what we owe you, but we'll pay you over a certain period of time. But you don't want to restructure where possibly you may have to take some losses. That's what you don't want to entertain. Exactly. That is what we don't want. Have you told... And you know, for, for, for the renegotiation, we, there are different things that can be looked at. It may not necessarily be... Uh, only the arrears, certain portions of the contract can also be considered. And from what I understand, the ECG has been engaging you uh, using that same basis of renegotiation, including trying to renegotiate some existing contracts, changing some of the terms in, in there uh, going forward. That, 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 that's something that has happened, has it not? Exactly. It's actually ongoing. So, considering that this is now an official document presented by the finance minister and he chooses to use the word restructure of accrued outstanding balances, eliminate payment shortfalls and arrears accrual in the sector. I wonder, in these negotiations, have you been emphatic to the government that you will not entertain restructuring? I think we have communicated that in three different correspondences to government. I will take his mention of his structure and his presentation as a proposal, which I believe uh, is very much aware of our position regarding that. In these meetings, has the finance minister himself been part of it? Not that I can mention, I've not, uh, because they are engaging the IPPs uh, individually, but none mentioned his, none has actually mentioned his presence or attendance at those meetings. Is it possible that in these individual meetings you may not be in there, but government actually is pursuing a restructuring uh, agenda and strategy with them and not simply renegotiating? Well, not that I can speak to at this point, but to the best of my knowledge, what we are doing is renegotiating and not uh, debt restructure negotiation.
if, if it turns out, and from what we now are reading in the media by the river, that what government really wants is to restructure, what's the move from the IPPs now? Uh, what I have indicated that what I have heard, I will take it as a proposal coming from him. But before today, we have indicated our position. So I would like to take a position on a post-trial of a renegotiation process that is going on. So uh, decision on that has already been communicated that we, we are indifferent to it. If you, if you take this as a proposal then, I, I hear you say that if it's a proposal and has been put in the media budget review, then you reject it. I think we have already communicated our position earlier. Let's talk about how much you're owed. We, we heard this week, for sometime last week, that they, the arrears have, have now, now stand at more than $2 billion. What's the exact amount? It's about $2.3 billion, I think, by close of uh, today. We, that, that is where we are, we've gotten to. $2.3 billion. But you were in some negotiations with the ECG, and you were on my show. I remember with him, the uh, MD of of the of the ECG, uh, Mr. Dubik, and it was clear that as far as the arrears were concerned, that was not part of his mandate. That has been ring fenced going forward. But the arrangement he had was that they will remain current on bills that you submit uh, going forward. Have you been paid your latest bill you submitted to the government? Yes, we, we've started the process. I think he has, uh, he made the first investment to us, right, for the month of July. And uh, just this afternoon, he has given me an indication that the next payment is on the line. So they've paid part of it already, but, what, you've, what, you, what they've consumed in the last month? Not the full invoice. How much did that come to, the full invoice? How much is it? Oh, I cannot disclose that Yes. And what percentage has been paid already? Oh, it's true. Every ITP, according to what your uh, invoice amount is. And, and you're waiting for the last payment to come in, and it's assured, you, and it's assured that you'll get it? Yeah, he has given me an assurance and has even given me date. If that, if that clears, that means they remain current for July? And that is the process that he has started. And uh, it's an issue of uh, adequacy to be able to meet the total monthly invoice. And uh, we are comfortable. We do not want to give him much pressure, but we expect him to scale it up to be able to honor the monthly invoice by close of the credit period. And when is that exactly? Oh, the credit period varies from... Uh, back Normally, it's about 45 days. Uh, and so that, that, clearly from what you're saying, that is something that is, is going according to the plan from that meeting and the agreement. When do you hope to sit again for the re renegotiation of the arrears? Is that happening? And when is the next meeting? Uh, uh, well, the renegotiation team will actually communicate timetable to the various IPP. But uh, we have an engagement with the ECG this Wednesday and to continue our collective discussion. You're hoping at the end of this, when it comes to renegotiation, what, what, what's the road, what is the roadmap for you? What's, what outcome will best suit your members? What's the end game for you? You know, what we are looking at is basically 
how government intends to settle our areas and going forward how do you intend ensuring total payment of our current invoices to prevent future accumulation that is what we are going into the renegotiation with any other issue well, uh, can be considered well, thank you very much, Alec Primapetobo. There, he leads the Chamber of Independent Power Producers, announcing today that as far as restructuring of the debt is concerned, they reject that. Uh, it's not a position that they can entertain. Uh, they can only renegotiate, uh, not to take losses. Uh, we've had waiting on a tax return. Hopefully, it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by thirty percent in twenty twenty three. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC that from the finance minister today in the media budget review that uh, they're engaging them to restructure definitely tension there already as they go into the uh, negotiations i want to bring in right now uh, for a quick reaction also joining me is uh, chuma kwamba who is a ceo of the association of ghana industries uh will join us pretty shortly for his thoughts i want to go to uh, uh parliament and and bring in the um the the ranking member on the Mines and Energy Committee, he's also a member on the Finance Committee, uh, joins us right now. He's a former Deputy Power Minister, also, uh, Mr. John Jinapo. Mr. Jinapo, thanks for your time. You're on Top Story. Thank you. Uh, you are the Finance Minister today. You're, give me your quick reaction. I'm surprised at this finance now. Look at the data. The data is a complete variance to what the Finance Minister is telling the people of Ghana that he has made a certain turn at the corner. You make a turn when you begin to see positive indicators. And clearly, if you look at the budget, indicators are spelled out clearly in the budget. For instance, this is a finance minister who promised that there will be zero domestic financing. And you can check this in Appendix 3A of his own budget statement, and I refer to page 113. If you look at the original budget, his financing was supposed to be zero, domestic. Now he is saying that you borrow 46 billion. Even 46 billion. What is the size of Ghana's economy? And look at the debt relief this finance minister and the economic management team has gotten. Bank of Ghana based on their current financial statement, almost 60 billion. 60 billion is a huge amount. So I just don't get what this finance minister wants to do. And I guess you... Yeah, proceed. Is it, is it okay now? Proceed, yes. Moreover, when you take his own statement, and I refer to the statement 
but there's a ba- budget itself in the speech you presented page 19 overall gdp the target was 2.8 is reduced it to 1.5 non-oil gdp the target was three it's reduced it to 1.5 end of year period inflation which is critical because inflation is the core issue the target was 18. now he says that we are going to end up the year with 31 percent from 18 percent 31 percent so which corner has this man turned? primary balance and the primary balance is good simply because the finance minister and this decided they won't honor the coupon payments in fact as we speak all the bonds that they have contracted the coupon payments unilaterally without any consensus they've decided they would not pay even worse of all has to do with your gross international reserves it will cover only 0.8 months not even one month not even one month and this man has the audacity to tell the people of ghana that he and this government they've turned the corner but 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 john he is clear in some in the in the indicators he's used when he says it turned the corner he quickly talks about uh inflation slowing down he talks about interest rates slowing down uh and he, again he talks about the rate of depreciation again slowing down and if indeed if you look at the numbers he is right if he's using those indicators because you look at the uh, interest rate currently. They are at 30%. And, and this is something that had climbed all the way to 36 and had slowed down and is currently at 30 and had been maintained over the last uh, few months. If you come to uh, um, inflation, inflation, again, uh, went all the way to 53% and has dropped to 45 and in, in the last two months appeared to be making a slight climb. But even there... It's been very marginal. His point is, the worst is behind us, is it not? I mean, before the IMF, we were really in a dark place. We did not go the way of Sri Lanka. We got an IMF deal, and the path to recovery is clear. That's the point he's making. No, 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 Evans, Evans, please, let's contextualize it. The man says that following the IMF program, inflation will end at 18.9. That is his target. It's not my target. I didn't set this target. He came and told us that, look, I've secured an IMF program. This IMF program is so good, so much so that by the end of the year 2023, the rate of inflation should be 18.9%. Today, he's telling you that I can't achieve that. And the variance, the variance is the dispersion between what you anticipated and what you're actually getting. Inflation will end at 31%. Do you know what it means to have an inflation rate of 31%? You were talking of 45 years. Have 45 for a year and 31 for a year and do the compounding effect of these two te- uh, inflation rates on your purchasing power. You are worse off. Despite having received about 60 billion CDs worth of domestic debt exchange from the Bank of Ghana. And the Bank of Ghana is not a profit-making entity. So when the Bank of Ghana says that it is giving government a haircut of close to 60 billion, Look, when you reduce it in economic terms or financial terms, it means that you and I will pay for that. But the Bank of Ghana does not engage in real business to make profit. In fact, when they make profit under the law, they are compelled to transfer that to the consolidated fund. So where is that 60 billion gap coming from? Look, we are in a terrible situation. You just spoke, you just spoke to the chamber of IPPs. Yes. And I told you that the finance minister, in, in plain language, is daydreaming. 
because they are not ready for what the finance minister is talking about. And yet this man tells us he's 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 he bend the corner. Which corner? Message, they are, of course, there are still challenges, but look at the context in which he says this. He says, quote, the economy is showing signs of recovery. And he goes to some few indicators. The exchange rate has stabilized, and I'm quoting, inflation has softened, interest rates have declined since December 2022. Those are facts. And, Even and, he's completely and, wrong. And let me and, tell you why he's completely wrong. Recovery? Let me tell you why the finance minister is completely wrong. When you refuse to service your debt, when you unilaterally decide that you wouldn't pay your interest payment, your exchange rate would appreciate because the exchange rate is a function of the balance of payment. And the balance of payment is a principally as a result of the current account and your debt servicing. The man says that he won't pay the interest. So he doesn't need to pick more dollars or foreign currency to pay our foreign debt holders. Even the domestic euro bond holders, he has decided since January that he wouldn't pay them. And then he come and tell us that, look, things are improving. It will take us 10 years minimum before we can regain the capital market. This man, with the greatest of respect, and this government and the current management team, they are confused and bereft of ideas. Because when you have such a challenge, when you can't even service your debt obligation, you cannot because you can't pay. Don't come and tell us that you've turned the corner. I mean, I'm so surprised, and I'm sure that people who have some basic knowledge of finance and economics would be asking whether this man really understands what he's doing. Mr. Jinapo, thank you very much. That's uh, John Jinapo. He is the ranking on the mines and energy, a member of the finance committee. Uh, let's on the subject of having turned the corner. Let's talk to industry. I mean, they they live this on a daily basis. They know the economy because they uh, are the real movers and the shakers of this economy. If indeed we turn the corner, they will feel it. Let's bring in uh, Sir Chuma Kwaba. He's the CEO of the Association of Ghana Industries. Mr. Kwaba, thanks for the time here on Top Story. Thank you. Let, let's assess the private economy of the of, of industry. Has it turned the corner? Well, that's a difficult one to say. I wouldn't say it turned the corner, but I think that some reasonable stability compared to what we experienced last part of last year uh, can has uh, uh, been um, because if you look at last the latter part of last year, the appreciation of the city was very fast. Exchange. Uh, they were always wondering what the, the end game was going to be. So there were really challenges in the macroeconomic environment. This year, I think that uh, in recent times, we've seen some stability. So there's some relative stability. We can only look at the numbers, but if you think turn the corner, then it means that uh, we should start experiencing growth. What I see is that so far, the effort being made is to actually consolidate the stability before we can think of growth. Growth, we are not experiencing much growth. And I think the budget statement was quite clear that the target of 2.8 GDP growth is now being reversed 1.5 at the end of the year. So clearly, we are not experiencing much growth. But I think for us, we need to consolidate the stability and then move to the stage where we really have growth. But seriously speaking, um, we have not have, we've not really had a, a major transformation, no. Did you hear anything in the media budget presented today that gives industry hope 
that at least in the short to medium term, you can't get to the point where you say you've turned the corner? Well, I think it's difficult, but I think one thing I must admit is the recognition that we actually need to increase domestic production, including manufacturing and farming, uh, in order to reduce the import. This is a point that India has been making all these years, and I think that the fact that it's being recognized in the budget means that if we put our act together and we, we all work towards that target, then that would be great. So the recognition, first of all, is good. The, a bit of stability is fine, but really, um, we've not really seen much of, of the policies that would transform it. I think the fact that there's also a talk about structural transformation, especially in the agricultural sector, is good. So th- those are the indicators of a positive development, but as we say, the sweetness of the, of the, of the pudding is in the eating. So we may have all these expectations, but at the end of the day, how we implement the policies that is going to help. So we really need to look at the specific policies. I think industries complain about taxes around improvement, we introduce new taxes. We think that these taxes are not helping the businesses to grow, to achieve the kind of, especially the manufacturing sector, to achieve the kind of structural transformation we wanted to have. Uh, in the midterm budget review, um, of course, we normally we don't expect major tax policy shifts in, in midterm budget review. But in midterm times, in recent times, we've been experiencing that. So we thought that perhaps there will be an opportunity to review some of these policies. But we are not too worried because we have a few months to go to the end of uh, the year, the November budget, and uh, the minister seems to be engaging us. And we think that some of the concerns we have on taxes in particular will have to be looked at, especially those that are inimical to manufacturing and industrial growth. So if we didn't experience it this time, we expect that at the end of the year, uh, we would see, we should see some significant adjustments in the, in the tax policy and other policy that will help grow the manufacturing and industrial sector. And today there were some like, specifics that he, he laid out. Uh, and he talks about rejuvenating the growth agenda with a prioritized growth strategy, emphasizing private sector-led investment in areas such as agriculture, local manufacturing, where you, you're emphasizing. And then some specifics, he talks about a PFJ phase two. It talks about the Aquaculture You Start Economic Enclaves Project, uh, which they, they are also about, about to launch quite aggressively. In, in some of these specifics, he also talks about tech hubs, uh, which will be integral to this growth strategy. In some of these specifics that he laid out today, um, uh, and I wonder, he also talks about engagement that has been done. How much of this is, is because you were engaged and your views were taken on board as to how to boost production and help the manufacturing sector and industry to thrive? Yeah, so, so we have been engaging the ministry uh, all this while. We've made several inputs into budget statements, including this one, and some of these pronouncements that the minister made, where some of, uh, included some of the inputs we made. So we are happy that it's been acknowledged in the assessment. So for us, that we are satisfied with. But as I said, uh, it all boils down to have the specific policy that will help us implement these measures and then achieve the results that we are all projecting to have. So it's not enough to make a pronouncement. It is the actual action on the ground that will enable us to know whether we are seeing the objectives or not. But the fact that we have mentioned, it means that our views are being taken on board. Uh, but let's go into the numbers. And unfortunately, for the midterm budget review, as expected, there wasn't too much on the numbers on the specifics as to how these things are done. Because, for example, if you say you have boosting the production sector, 
how much of our finances, for example, is going there. Uh, specific tax policies or relief we are giving to the manufacturing sector. What uh, government procurement arrangements, for example, that will be secured to support the productive sector. Uh, what measures are we going to do to reduce import? Those specific details, they are not captured in this. But the real the standard you've been mentioned means that the rule is that the intention is good and it's very, it very much resonates with some of them. Thank you very much. And that is the uh, CEO uh, of the Association of Ghana Industries. Uh, very interesting reactions there. Uh, and as you can imagine, uh, there's been a lot more uh, in the last uh, few hours to what we've been hearing from the finance uh, minister. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC that today shortly i will be uh, taking you to the labadi beach hotel uh, where my colleagues with the sports team joy sports in partnership with inshra uh, fm will be holding the mid-year thought leadership event and there's some outstanding speakers you don't want to miss that for anything it's here live on joy 99.7 fm it's also live on the Joy News channel and across our many social media platforms, the uh, uh, the Minister for Youth and Sports, Mustafa Yusif uh, himself, is will be there uh, speaking. Uh, Dr. Nyahunyahu Tamaklo, former GFA chairman and board member of Hearts of Folk, uh, Neil Armstrong uh, will also be there. Uh, sports management professional uh, Maukwa Fajinu is a marketing professional, sports enthusiast. Uh, Yusif uh, Chipsa, head of player relations at the uh, PFAG and uh, Kujofianu, who will also be the president of the Ghana League Clubs Association, that's Galka, uh, in conversation uh, today, uh, talking about uh, the the mid-year thought leadership event. You did, you know, remember that uh, the Inshire FM with Joy Sports launched a survey to try and gauge why Ghanaians simply do not participate uh, and, and go to the stadiums and watch and cheer on our local football teams. Uh, this is a conversation to try, uh, first of all, look at what the data is saying and also talk about uh, how to implement uh, what um, the solutions are uh, from all the conversations that have, have been had and what people have suggested in the poll. So stay with us here on Joy 99.7 FM. We'll take you to the Labadi Beach Hotel pretty shortly. Uh, let's stay with the mid-year budget uh, presentation today. I want to bring in right now the uh, president of the Ghana Union Traders Association, Dr. Joseph Obing, joins us right now with his own thoughts on what has been said by the finance minister. Uh, Dr. Joseph Obing, thanks for your time uh, here on uh, on Joy 99.7 FM. Now, we had the finance minister today, and I've had your 
expectations going into this. You wanted to hear about strategies and policies that will help and facilitate the ease of doing business for you and your members. Did you hear that today? Uh, please, if we can uh, did, say did, that again. Did you hear enough from the finance minister today? Uh, in the lead up to this, you've expressed ex your expectation that you wanted to hear staff from the finance minister uh, about facilitating and making the, the your work and your business a bit more easy. Importation, exportation, etc. The, the, the CDs, depreciation. Did you hear enough to give you comfort? Oh, nothing much was changed. Uh, even though they did not introduce um, new taxes and all that, um, where um, the status quo remains, and that cost of doing business still is going to... Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. 